Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. What a treat it is to have Joel Pelsu with Arts and Entertainment Ministry today. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, let me say this to the artists, creatives across the world. If you're just getting started or you feel lonely like any artist would, or I'm doing this all on my own, is there any help for me? Or, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what my gifting and my calling is. I don't know if I'm any good. I don't know if I, sometimes I feel really bad. Yeah. One of the most important things that, that Joel and I, I'm going to say it for us because I know it's, yes. it's true, is don't try to do this alone. Yes. Whatever you do, find a fellowship of some sort. And online, you can do it very easily now. Before, when I was kind of lonely in the 1990s, trying to figure out, you know, what do I do next? It was difficult to travel to artistic fellowships because of distance and time. Now you can do that in a weekly fashion or really connect up with somebody that has the same heart as you. Also, I would say this for older artists, experienced artists, be willing to be a mentor. Mentorship yes. is one, one of the greatest gifts that we have. If You would not have Timothy if you didn't have Paul. Amen. It, Paul saw in Timothy, I'm getting blessed just telling you. Yes. Paul saw something in Timothy. Elijah saw some, something in Elisha yes. of passing on the gifts and the talents and being a mentor for someone younger and to help them along. And it's the same thing with discipleship. Hello, I'm, 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 I'm going to do a three-point Assemblies of God sermon here. I just <laughs> Go it's for coming it. Out, it's come, my dad was a Pentecostal preacher. We'll have an altar call, you know, in the next seven minutes. I'm, I promise you. No, I'll, I will. I'll cue the music. There you go. Cue the music. You know, a little Rhodes piano underneath. Oh, uh, yeah. Or a Hammond B3. A Hammond B3. Hammond B3. They don't make them anymore. But if you can find one, <laughs> you hang on to a Hammond B3. What I'm saying in all of this is that there have been people in my life and probably in Joel and Michelle's life, Michelle's life, yep. that um, mentored them and me. And I can name them. There's probably, you know, I can count them on one hand. But each of them was significant at the right time, at the right place. And God placed them, these people, in our lives. Be willing if you're an older artist, whatever older means. You could be 30 and be a great disciple maker. You could yes. be 75 and be a great disciple maker yeah. and be willing to listen to the frustrations, the, the problems. You, if artists are going to cry, let them cry. If they're going to be ex incredibly ecstatic because somebody liked what they did, either as a clip or an art gallery or music, whatever it is, be there for them. That that is really being a shepherd. That really is. That's yeah. being a shepherd. Oh, I'm. I just bless myself, and we'll be. You know, all, all of that. So, Joel, give us give us some. Uh, throw out some some nuggets of wisdom and inspiration that could be helpful for our audience. Go ahead. You know. Okay, I'll riff on a few things. 
Sure. One, one of the issues we talk about the hangups in the church, one of them has been that, that your artwork has to be explicitly evangelistic. And uh, so you, you need to have a, a Bible verse in the back of the painting or someone has to come to Christ in the movie, whatever it is. And, and my favorite principle, again, I always go back sola scriptura. Let's get a principle from scripture. I may be Presbyterian, but I, the Bible is far more important than what we can all agree on. And I go to Psalm 19. The heavens declare his glory. It's right. And it says there's no place that that is not known. The skies declare his glory. The trees declare his glory. And yet, if you, and this is, so this is God's model for how to create beauty, stunning beauty, and what's required. Now, go pick any tree today and go look up close and see if you can buy John 3.16 on the bark or the back of any leaf. Mm. Or on any asteroid or planet. It's not there. No. So God in his great wisdom was showing us beauty itself has value. You don't need to make it evangelistic to legitimize that this is godly because now you're trying to be more godly than God. That's a that's very dang, that's talking, a dangerous talking about, place talking to be. About, yeah, Ecclesiastics. Talking about vanity and, stri- and, and chasing the wind. There you go. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah, so I think that's one of the things that's so freeing for people. And, and people say, well, beauty doesn't save. That's your artwork doesn't need to save. It stands on its own. If, if you feel called to do evangelistic stuff, that's fine. But your artwork, uh, just because you're a Christian, is not required to do that. Yeah. So that's yeah. one of my favorite uh, passages on that. Um, try to think of some others. I, I just saw, and maybe you've seen it or are going to see it on Hulu, the, the six-part episode on McCartney, Paul McCartney of, of the Beatles. Uh, being interviewed by Rick Rubin, uh, the producer. And it's, it's called, and for all of you uh, that Hulu is free for the first month and it's $5.95 for the second month. Yeah, it's not going to break the bank. That's not going to break your bank. That's a, a cup of coffee at Starbucks or somewhere. But, <laughs> and, and you can, and after 30 days, you can cancel the free thing. But in McCartney 321, there, there was uh, a couple of things, and I'll let you you uh, dovetail off of that or jump uh, spring springboard off of this. Story. Okay. Okay. One of there's two things that I came away with, one, and one of them was was this from McCartney. One was, you know, we are the Beatles. We are 20 years old. We're going into studios, and we're doing uh, all these recordings in the early 60s. Uh, and he said we had the freedom to goof off. He had the freedom to goof off. And I thought, oh, if I could talk to an artist or especially talk to a church leader and pastor to say, (laughs) can you give your media team the freedom to goof off? Or does it have to have John 316 on it? But the other thing, and that was in the first, I think it was the first episode. The the last episode, uh, episode six, and these are all like 30 minutes long. They're just little little lunch meals that you can go through quickly and and absorb. But the last one, there's something that just, it made me step back and take a pause. And McCartney said that he and John Lennon had written during their time as Beatles, nearly 300 songs together, 300 songs. songs together and if you would have told me 50 i would have been amazed but when you tell me 300 oh my goodness you want to talk about a catalog of music okay but he said something else he said every single song that john lennon and i 
worked on together to compose and write the lyrics, we finished every single song. There is not one song that we started that wow. we didn't finish. Every single one of it. We would sit there and we would work on it. And then we'd come back to it the next day with guitar, piano, whatever. And we would work on it. And maybe it took a day. Maybe it took weeks. But every single song of those nearly 300 that we did, we finished. And then he said, work ethic. Yes. Work ethic. Oh, my goodness. I thought if, if Christians or any artist, any artist, yeah. Christians start what you finish, start what you finish. Okay. All right. I just, I just, <clears throat> I just, I just threw you a softball there, Joel. Go with it. Go with well, it. I love, so I'll start with the time to play. I think, you know, I remember when I went in the studio to record my CD, this is back nineties, you know, back when they were CDs and, and they were on radio stations, not on iTunes. But, uh, you know, my brother-in-law had been a sound engineer. He said, Joel, do yourself a favor, budget 15% of your time and money to play in the studio. And I, uh, and I thought, okay. And he said, just play with the effects, try different riffs, try to, whatever it is, but you, you will find everything is better when you take, and he was right. Because we had, we had budgeted the time to, let's try a different effect. Let's try a different, you know, intro. Let's try this. And, and we had, you know, we had a couple, we had one song, completely written out by a good friend of ours um Trey nelson but we had another tune that was completely conceptual it was all in my head i wrote nothing on paper i just described what i wanted and directed each musician to set it up and then and then my dad and i played sax on top and so there's a huge mix of that but that the play and the freedom to play and try something new is so valuable mm -hmm. yeah so and then so anyway that's on that and i think yeah, you need, because perfectionism just locks you up. So if you have a mentality of goof freedom. Off. Feel free to goof off. Yes. Try something new. How many times you goof off, then you get a good idea. Do, do you know Clyde Tabor at all? Yes. I think that's how I met you. Okay. Virtu you know, through email, was from Clyde. Yeah. 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 Uh, Clyde said something in one of our interviews very early on in, in season one. I said, is there anything that you would want to say to artists? And he said, Yes. He says, number one, in the early part of your artistry, figure out what you're really good at. Mm. Zone in on that one thing, whatever it is, whether it's music, whether it's painting, video, whatever it is that you as an artist, okay? Uh, find out what it is. Number two, do it for a really long time. Yes. He said decades. Do it for a really long time. In the third one, I said, yeah, do it with excellence. And I thought, if you want to, anyone's listening to Joel and I today, and thank you for yes. listening, by the way. Thank you. It's a privilege that he and I could, Joel and I could talk and share uh, our, our thoughts about artistry and, yes. and passion and faith and our love for God and our Amen. love for creativity. Find out what you're really good at. Find it out. Yep. Do it for a really long time and do it with excellence. If you're looking for a course in your life, you couldn't go too much wrong with those three. Find out what it is. Do it for a long time. Do it with excellence. And I'll give you one. Give your plans to the Lord. Give your yes. gifts. Give your talents. Say, Lord, this is what I think I'm good at. I'm giving it to you. And when you do that, 
you will be amazed and astonished how the Holy Spirit, and ask the Holy Spirit to come in. Holy Spirit, I don't know how to finish this song. Help me. Or yes. I don't, I, I, I'm doing a recording session. Holy Spirit, or in editing, uh, or on a set, or whatever it is. When you give it to the Lord, the Holy Spirit will walk in, in his creative way that's unique, because he's divine. And he will give you and inspire your gifts to finish what you start if you give it to him from the beginning. Amen. Hey, where's, uh, are you ready for the altar call? Let's go to <laughs> yes. Hammond V3. Okay, let's cue that up. Let's yeah, cue that uh, up, baby. Let's go. Okay, uh, finish. And we had it. Yes. My church in New York, we had a Hammond. Go, go for it. Go tell, tell us. Tell us. Yeah, our church in New York, we had a Hammond C3. So, because the C3 is the church version, the B3 is the band version. Oh, okay. And we had the Leslie cabinet. That was just... Oh, sure. With the little, delicious. it had a little whirling thing in it too. Yeah, yes. Oh, it's gorgeous. I, I totally agree. I think, you know, like you talk about the Beatles finishing the songs, what discipline. And of course, they were so disciplined from the time they were teenagers playing in clubs. Uh, really good work ethic. But that they kept that with them is impressive. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you talk about doing something for a long time. Find what you're talented at, like even as a horn player, musician, you've got to find what your voice is. Yeah. Because even though you're playing, there's a unique sound. Don't don't be somebody else. Be yourself. No. Yes, don't. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go on this. We'll come back to that. The thing is, do it for a long time. One of our kind of charter members of Arts Entertainment Ministries is a an actor named Jeff Austin, and I don't know if you've met him. Grew up at Hollywood Press, um, and he's you know he's uh, in his sixties. He's never waited tables, only acted. So you've seen him in a ton of stuff. Actually, he and Susan Isaacs did a couple of those old Got Milk commercials, I think mm -hmm. it was. Anyway, yeah. but I often have young actors meet with him when they come to town. And his first question is, how long are you going to give it? And these young actors or actors are, well, I'm going to give it 18 months or three years. And he says, you know what? Just be honest with yourself. You're here to play. So have fun. Be an extra. Do that. But don't call it a career. If you want to call it a career, you need to, it needs to be eight to 10 years and you're going to count the cost and you're going to do what it takes. Yeah. But don't kid yourself that in three years, you're going to get discovered. You're here for fun to be in LA because it's cool and just call it what it is. And there's so many people, yeah. that's what it is. And then, because even when I was a pastor at a church in LA, we saw the average you know, amount of time people had before they left town was 18 months. Oh, wow. That quick? Yes. Wow. That created a whole discipleship plan so we could cover as much as we could in 18 months. <laughs> and they went, they, they they went back to, went back to St. St. Paul, Minnesota. There you go. Whatever. Wow. So yeah. So I, I love, yeah, I love that. Find your talent, do it for a long time. Yeah. Just keep working at it. Yeah. My, and, my, my son was a teenager and about to get out of high school. Uh, he's now 36, but this is, you know, when he's like 17 and he said, I want to be an actor. I said, great, I will buy you a one-way ticket to London, one-way ticket, and you go to drama school there, and yeah. you figure out in the first year or two whether you want to do this. You want to do the Saturday matinee with little kids running up and down the aisle, or be yes. in Bristol, or Liverpool, or, or Sheffield. I'm only buying you a one-way ticket, and if you think after a couple of years you don't want to do this anymore, I'll get you the return ticket but I'm going to send you. And when you go to England, 
you don't go to England uh, to become famous because right. that's not what they're about. They believe in the act, or excuse me, the craft. The craft, the craft yes. of acting, whether it's stage or screen or TV, they move between all those almost effortlessly. But in LA, in New York, they want to be famous. And especially LA, yeah. Especially LA. So eh, I don't think I want the one-way ticket to London. And so, <laughs> and that's okay. Finishing up our time with uh, with Joel. Any last thought? What, what what would you like to say? How? And maybe you talk about how people can uh, can reach out to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So go to our website, which Craig has mentioned: www.a-e-m.org, and uh, or you just Google my name, Joel. Pelsu, P-E-L-S-U-E. It's an extremely unique name. You'll find me. But, uh, you know, go to our website. We have blogs. We have videos on YouTube. And our passion is helping creatives in the mainstream really understand deeply their faith, how to live it out in the mainstream, whether that's L.A., New York, London, Paris, wherever. And that could be in Topeka or Dallas. You know, you can be anywhere now. It could be in Bombay. <clears throat> yes, Absolutely. So we're, we want to equip you and help you overcome any of the baggage from just, you know, the church or well-intended friends that just don't, they've never been taught these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my undergrad's in philosophy. I have a master's in divinity and I've been an artist my whole life. And I get why you have to create. I get why you need to do this. And I do understand how the Bible speaks to it. Right. And that's been my focus for 25 years. There you go. And it'll probably and be the focus for the rest of your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so that's our passion. And anytime we can help one more man or woman get those ahas and break free. Yes. Uh, that's the payoff. So check us out. We have online courses and then you can find our email, email us. Um, but we want to equip and encourage you. Excellent. Joel, thank you so much. I, uh, I've enjoyed this conversation immensely, and uh, I, again, encourage, encourage anyone across the world, near or far, to get involved with Joel and Michelle. Uh, Michelle, got to <laughs> get that right. Got to get that you got right. it. That's right. I got it now. It's just tattooed in my brain, and, uh, and feel free to reach out to them. Thank you, Joel. Yes. Thank you, Craig. It's been great. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.